0: Hello and welcome to another episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You with me, La La La, Let Me Explain. And today I'm joined by a wonderful guest, Sharon Gafka, who we all know from Love Island 2021, which I think was season seven, but actually far more importantly than that, she has, well, before Love Island, she was Miss International UK, which is like being (laughs) basically crowned as one of the top women in the universe. (laughs) But for me, that your biggest accolades is the stuff that you have been doing um working around spiking and violence against uh women and girls online safety i know you've got a meeting this afternoon at downing street yeah uh to do with your work in trying to make the world a safer place for for young women and girls and high big respect to you i absolutely adore the work that you do so how how did you get into all of that how did you move from love island into this whole campaigning and advocating
1: um i do you know what people have a really, beauty pageants have a really bad reputation, but they teach you a lot about charity work and campaigning and advocacy. So I always had that side. And then being a civil servant, I knew how Westminster worked. So I was like, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to reshape how we see reality TV stars. And I'm just going to do something that I believe in because it will give me longevity in a career. So yeah, I it kind of s- snowballed from one Grazia article. and. Two years later, I'm here. You know what? I think that's so much more wholesome and
0: valuable and wonderful to go into Love Island and come out and change the legislation on spiking rather than just find love. You know what I mean? (laughs) Find a man and have a Hello Magazine wedding deal. You know what I mean? Which
1: which one would you choose? A thousand times over, I would choose your route. I find it so much easier to change the law than to find love so (laughs) I'm gonna stick to what I'm good at do it
0: I want you to help other people I want you to help my listeners they have sent in a load of dating dilemmas and like is this a red flag stuff for me and you to mull over and see what we think about and and to give them some advice so I'm gonna ask you a few questions that have been sent in by my listeners all right I really like this question I think it's a really interesting one. It says, Is it okay for a man to ask to film you recording a video before having sex to say that you consent? I can understand why he would want to, but it feels a bit
1: off. God, there's so much to unpack with that. I think it comes down to this thing though, like that in I want first of all, I want to know what their TikTok algorithm says to make them think they need to do that.
0: Mm. and why are there lots of men on tiktok suggesting that
1: men yeah yeah like you get written consent or video consent also you know there's consent is not as black and white as people think it is because you can have coerced consent i don't want to get all political about it but you could be forced to make that video yeah exactly and it's you've got that video now yeah. or something could happen later down the line and they'll pull out that video and be like actually she said i could. Yeah, but also video. something
0: could happen you cuz consent is so fluid and and your boundaries can change in a second. Yeah, 100%. You could have a penis literally about to enter your vagina and at that very moment you completely change your mind for whatever reason. Yeah. You get a trigger or suddenly you feel like you really need to fart really. But <laughs> anything can happen yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can just go, "Whoa, like I'm backing out of this right now." how how what how the, the video would have to say i consent to be about to get into bed with him but also i'm going to try i could change my mind at any second so i don't consent in fact i couldn't i, I mean even a man ask how would you word that in a way that would encapsulate the fact that yeah i consent right now but in 1 minute i might not be consenting
1: yeah and also i just think that why has he had something in the past where he now feels like he has to do that and that to me is also a big red flag like consent should be quite obvious if Mm. someone's consenting their body language they're taking their clothes off they're taking your clothes like it's so obvious when someone is into what is happening and when it's not yeah and no video evidence or whatever they think they're going to get is going to change that
0: this one says he still has nudes of his exes not just ex exes on his computer, but he says he doesn't look at them. Is this a red flag?
1: Why, why is that even a question? Like, is, why are they on a computer? Yeah. First of all, like, it's not like he's accidentally left one on his phone. Like, they are uploaded onto a computer. Yeah. And there's multiple of them. That's, like, screaming. That's not even a red flag. That's, like, code black. Like, mm. Get yourself out of there. Yeah. Because he doesn't have, con- he definitely doesn't have consent to keep them.
0: Yeah, you would assume that, wouldn't you? And this is this is why I just did a podcast about Logan Paul. And I don't know if you've seen all this stuff that's happening. He's having a celebrity boxing match. And one the guy that he's fighting is doing this thing to taunt him and to like weaken his mind. So he's sending him loads of pictures of his fiance. So Logan Paul's fiance is a supermodel yeah. who's dated loads and loads of men in the past. Leonardo DiCaprio, or been like photographed yeah. with different men and stuff. And so they're taunting her or taunting him by daily releasing pictures like, "Look, here's another man she fucked. Here's someone else," and and then they're, they're holding this threat over her that they've got this like really extreme video, and like once Logan Paul sees that, he's definitely going to let leave her because it's are we so using gross. Women
1: as pawns in a game. Exactly
0: that. And it's I was I was disgusting. sitting there thinking she must be racking her brains, like terrified, thinking who has who has what nude of me, like what is on whose computer? Yeah, and. And and so, yes, that's why I think this is, like, a kind of... I mean, if every woman on that computer has been, like, is, like, aware that those nudes are still there and has been like, yeah,
1: you keep them, bro, like, cool. But how often does that happen? I guarantee they don't even know that they've he's still got them. Yeah. I bet. Like, I wouldn't even dream of having a naked photo of someone that I'm no longer in a sexual or romantic relationship with. Yeah, It's even... I don't look at them. I call bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, like uh, that's bollocks. But also, what is this conversation
0: you've had here? Like, you found these nudes, and he's gone. It's okay, babe. I don't look at them. So I would then be saying, well, so why don't you delete them then? Yeah, delete What's the them. point in having them there? So what? What's the next part of this story? What? What? What's the next excuse? What could be the explanation for that? There isn't
1: one. It's like keeping a trophy. Yeah. I just, I think it's disgusting and I just... uh, It's definitely for the wank bank. He definitely looks at them. Put, Put that folder and that man in the bin.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's definitely a red flag. I would say with this man, be very careful, don't let him take nudes.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: So yeah, I think it's a bit of a red flag. Unless you know that these women are like... Unless it's like some arty thing. Maybe if he took some nude black and white posed in the forest that they like modelled for and that's the only way that they've consented
1: like to I'd ask the women I'd ask
0: I've seen your fanny
1: today on my boyfriend's (laughs) computer and I want to know if it's all right with you yeah did you know that your fanny is still on my boyfriend's computer yeah just thought I'd ask
0: yeah it's a good question Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. Another question. This person wants advice for someone trying to find something serious in a world of hookup culture. You got any advice?
1: Do you know what? That's tough because I'm also that person. And I think my biggest advice is that you should just, you need to figure out what your boundaries are, what you are willing to accept and not, and stick to them. Because I think that it's so easy in hookup culture when you really like someone, you really fancy someone to just go with their flow. No, don't do that. If they're not sticking with what you've defined as your acceptable boundaries, you're off.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I and I also think holding back on sex. Yeah. You know, I'm very sex positive and I'm not like, oh, sex, ma- having sex too early makes men not love you. There's many relationships that have started with sex on a first date. Many, yeah. many, many. But I really do feel in this world of hookup culture, if you are looking for something serious, the best way to filter out the ones who aren't serious is to not have sex with them for, for a little while. Uh, I, and if they're, if they're invested, they will just continue not having sex with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're saying, listen, I'm going to wait for a bit to have sex until we're more established, if that makes them run and get bored, then they were never into anything serious. I that really too. think waiting, and even if that's torture, like your fanny's fluttering every time you're with them, <laughs> I think you build a better emotional connection and you can see if they're... I mean, some people will... will date you 10 times and still ghost you after the first time sex you know yeah. but I, I i do think that's it really helps it is that thing of knowing what you want
1: and yeah. sticking
0: to that and not going look i've met this really hot guy and he just he, he doesn't want anything serious right now no bye so then you start going okay well maybe maybe i don't want anything serious right now you know you try to mold what you want to just to have them
1: yeah, To be able to get them. It is rough out there, especially when you have your boundaries because you are clearing the bench weekly. Like, you are cutting through men like or women on daily basis, like nobody's business. But it's better to be that way than to go along with somebody, develop feelings for somebody that you know is never going to give you what you want. Yeah, exactly.
0: And the thing is, sometimes you don't know that they're never going to give that because they make you feel like are we just going with the flow. We're heading in the right direction. Nothing yet, but you know you know you know oh. so you 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 stay
1: in it like holding out that hope that. Yeah. Those three sentences I'm off. Red flag. I'm yeah. not going with the flow. No, fuck off Life's flow to short. your mum, you
0: little shithead. Like <laughs> I'm not flowing with anyone anymore. Yeah, you, be clear and don't yeah. be embarrassed about it. I want a relationship, not necessarily with you.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm here for I'm dating for a
1: relationship. So if that's not what you're on, I'm not on that either. Yeah, but amen. Are you dating at the moment? Oh yeah, that's how I know it's hell out here. It's it really so hard, is yeah. ghetto in the streets out here. <laughs>
0: it really is. You need like bulletproof vest and a helmet to deal with
1: the dating scene at the moment. Oh, my God, yeah. There's men flowing left, right and centre. Oh, they all want to fucking flow, don't they? I don't... I mean, I'm really one of those people that don't like using the age thing, but at what point do they grow the fuck up?
0: I think it's 83 that a man matures, officially. Yeah. Is
1: that... Maybe my hinge age range is too low. Yeah, I think you need to
0: (laughs) set it between 83 and 90, and that's when you get the ones who have eventually emotionally matured.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But by then their testicles, by their knees, and
1: they can't much for you they can't even hear you what did you say Sharon? <laughs> do you know what if they're quiet it might actually make my life a lot easier. Yeah
0: this is true but you could never sit on their face because then it'd be game over.
1: What you a know, way to go though. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to so go. Happy. <laughs> don't know how to explain that to their grandchildren. <laughs> yeah
0: <but. laughs> that's true. No I don't I'm not sure that they ever really do. My dad is like 70s something and he's just literally as emotionally immature as he ever was, as he has
1: ever been, you know? Because oh, I go from extremes. I've gone on a date with a 21-year-old, which did kind of like make my stomach churn. Um, and then I've dated someone who's 42, and there is no difference between No, there them. isn't.
0: There isn't. There isn't. I think you have these expectations, like when you're in your 20s, you think of people in their 40s, and you think, wow, sorted, settled, grown-ups. And you yeah. get to 40, and you're like, I am, I mean, some things have changed, but nothing has changed, you know what I mean? I blame films. I just I don't know testosterone maybe I blame something's gone very wrong there you know what I mean with, 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 with that particular side of, uh, of humanity again disclaimer I love men I'm only really joking some men mature a lot faster than 83 72 <laughs> anyway let's get on with the i I'm the queen of the X stories I love them and so whenever I get a guest in here, I always want to know their icks. So Sharon, tell me an ick that you have experienced.
1: Uh, do you know what? I have, I put them in two categories. Icks that I think are acceptable. So like can't drive, all that stuff. And then icks I think are a bit weird. Mm,
0: I like the weird ones, the irrational ones.
1: Yeah. like, And I, if I, I don't know where I get them from. Like mint shower gel, ick what if a guy has mint shower gel what just has it or smells of it after like washing both oh wow I think it why do you want your testicles to tingle on a day day to day basis why I don't I don't understand yeah but then you spend 400 pounds on aftershave and then you've got a 99p bottle of original sauce I mean there's nothing wrong with it but just not for me
0: Really? Do you think you had some kind of traumatic incident with a mint shower gel when you were a kid or something?
1: Not when I was a kid, but I think this is where I got the ick. Recently, I went on a fair amount of dates with a guy. The first time I stayed over at his house, I was in the shower. That's all he had. Okay, cool. And he had a power cut and he had an electric shower. So I'm sitting in his shower covered in tingly mint shower gel. And I just decided, no, after that, never dating a man who uses that shower gel ever again.
0: Oh, because you ended up with a tingly fanny. Yeah, and right. nipples. And I had to go oh, to work like God.
1: that. and Because I'd been stood in it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was not great. That's like some kind of form of torture, isn't it? Like... Yeah, and it wasn't as sexy as it kind of sounds. No, it doesn't. That actually doesn't sound sexy. Sorry, Sharon. Just to let you know. It was awful. (laughs) Like, I felt in pain for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, I get that one. That was one of my weird irrational icks. I think the way man cooks rice as well can really give me the ick. What's
0: what? In what way could they cook rice
1: that would be like they cook it like pasta and not like rice?
0: Oh, like they to pour it into boiling...
1: Who does that? Oh, uh, listen, it's happened to me a fair amount of times. They pour rice into already boiling water? Yeah, and <laughs> they don't even wash it, and then they drain it like pasta, and I'm looking at them being like, you've just spat on all of my ancestors. Oh, uh, yeah. How, I, and I can't I can't date a man who can't eat Asian food.
0: Yeah. I mean, who can't eat Asian food? What, you mean some people are, like, fussy about it?
1: Oh, I can't... Fussy eaters. Yeah, yeah, fussy eaters, is, uh, isn't it? it Proper turn-off, in it? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you a man or a child?
0: Yeah. But actually, I think that's really important. I actually think that would be really offensive for you as an Asian person to go on a date with a man who's like, ugh, yeah, ugh, don't eat Asian food, ugh. I think yeah. there's always a little bit of racism behind that.
1: Oh, thank you. Because they always say something stupid that's linked to it and then they're like, it's really not that deep. And I'm like, no, it really is. No, I think it is, 100%. And I don't want to eat beige-looking food for the rest of my life. Yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah,
0: exactly. Gary, fuck off with your sausage rolls. <laughs> Telling me you can't eat Asian cuisine. (laughs) All right, we've come to the end. I've loved you very much. Oh,
1: thank you. I've loved being here. I'm so
0: glad we finally met. We've been talking on Insta for a really long time. I always leave my audience on a Friday with a Friday night reminder, something to help them go into the weekend, fuck person free to stop them making mistakes or just something that's going to make them feel good Going into this Friday, so what is your Friday night reminder?
1: Ooh, do you know what I've? This is something I discovered recently, and I think this is a whole life reminder. Some when I feel like texting an ex, I check my ovulation.
0: Oh, that is such a good one.
1: I like. Am I off? Ov- do I miss them, or am I ovulating? Yes. And then therefore, my body's telling me it's time to make a baby. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and most of the time I'm ovulating.
0: You're so right. <laughs> my Monday episode this week actually was about period tracking yeah. and figuring out why we feel the way we do during certain points. And and that ovulation one is so important because you're, your body's saying, get pregnant, get pregnant, get pregnant. Yeah. So of course you're like, oh, let me text that ex who treated me like shit. But you're physically like, you know. Yeah. Ah. So he'll
1: put, he'll in quotes, put a baby in you. Yeah. Right? So yeah, uh, and ever since I started tracking my menstrual cycle, what was it, two and a half years ago? I am far more fuck person free yeah because I now know that I don't need to text them. I just need to go and pick up a bar of chocolate. Yeah yeah <laughs> like. yeah
0: yeah you're so right. It's that's an excellent Friday night reminder to finish off this podcast with thank you very much. Well I have very much enjoyed having you here and I will be back again on Monday. I don't know what we'll be talking about on Monday. Come here and find out. Uh, And I hope you have a wonderful fuck boy, girl and person free weekend. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.